Yo. What's going on with your worlds? Domi J. Bragg, the illustrious one, the bandwagon radio in full swing. You know how we do this thing, man. Hit that bell, subscribe right now so you can get those notifications when we drop a new episode like this one right here. Another special edition of the Rundown segment here on the Bandwagon Radio where I, myself, Jay Prague, sits down with artists across the globe, give them a chance to open up about their personal life, their music, and, of course, by the end of the show, we got to drop that new heat. Today, got another special guest on the phone lines right now, all the way from Los Angeles, California, by way of Russia. Here's Akasha Ra. What's going on, Akasha? <laughs> what's up? What's up? How are you, beautiful? I'm doing great. Good, good, good. I'm doing great. How are you? I am great. <laughs> Pleasure to have you on. We had a chance to check out the new single, R.I.P. Stalker. We're going to talk about that. Um, of course, I'll yep. let you introduce the record a little later on. And I want to give you some feedback just as a, a fan of music, too, at some point during the interview, okay? Okay. Sounds good? Sounds great. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Let's, Let's crank it. up a little <laughs> bit for all my listeners Get them a chance to find out a little more about Akasha. So, being from Russia, first and foremost, correct? Yes, I am. I like the way you say my name. Uh, uh, really? <laughs> Akasha. It sounds great, actually. It's, it's beautiful. It's like so much passion in it. Yes, ma'am. I mean, I have passion. And then I'm sitting here and I'm like, that name, does it have meaning, first and foremost, since we brought it up? That was on my yes, list. it does. Okay. So, let's. What, what's the meaning? It, it felt powerful, even when I say it, Akasha. What, well, Akasha talk to us. means like... Yeah, Akasha means like the matrix. It's like everything. If you if you heard about like Akashic records, you know, okay. it's like it's everything. Yeah. And my last name Ra, it stands for like Egyptian god of the sun. It's like the god Ra. So So it's actually your like real a, name. It's not just an well, artist I, name. N- no, I actually changed my name legally like 2 years ago. Oh, so wow, I was, okay. Yeah. I was born with a different name, but this is like my spiritual name. This is what what you feel, what feels good right now. This is where you are. Yeah, this is like my real name. There it is. <laughs> Akasha like Ra. Name. Well, welcome, Akasha Ra. Welcome to the earth, Thank sister. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> my pleasure, my pleasure. Now, talk to us a little bit about growing up in Russia and what that looked like and then kind of how you transitioned into the States. What brought you to the States? Yeah, um, 
so I grew up in like post-Soviet Russia, which was, you know, it's just like a lot of chaos. If you watch the movies and you see like mafia and, you know, a lot of, a lot of like violence and, you know, all of that. So um, about like at the age of 16, I moved to China. So I lived in China for a while. Wow. Then um, I moved to New York when I was 21. I lived there for a few years and now I'm in L.A. So what do you attribute all the moving around to? Was it you just wanted to kind of immerse yourself in different cultures? Yeah, just life, you know, like growing up in Russia wasn't easy. So uh, my family, they were kind of like doing a little thing with China. And uh, I studied Chinese a little bit back home. So uh, me and my sister moved out there. And then I, I got into acting, actually, was like in the, in the Bruce Lee TV show. It's on Netflix. Oh, wow. So yeah um congratulations and then you know thank you but that was like a while ago that's what i'm known for like from my young days and then you know i moved to new york to uh to go to acting school i got into producing and uh, filmmaking and then i got into this like crazy abusive situation where i have i had to leave so i moved to la i became a spiritualist hypnotherapist then i became a filmmaker and then all of that combined kind of like gave me a voice once i found my voice mm -hmm. i kind of like use it i i decided to use my voice to speak for everyone else who still hasn't found theirs you know with women empowerment you know minority empowerment right. whatever that is like spiritual empowerment in general so so that's what my music and that's what my style is when it comes to like you know my songs and my music and everything else that i do Got you, got you. Now, you, you said it was a passion in the way I said your name, but I hear a lot of passion in the way you speak about the things that you love doing. Um, yeah. Talk about that passion a little bit. Why are you so passionate about the things that you are into? Uh, to me, it's not like passion comes from my like spiritual work. I'm a spiritualist, you know, and, and it's... Um, you know that, that it's just that divine energy like when you're when you're living in purpose and when you're doing what you're supposed to be doing like you feel great about it and that's what that's what I'm passionate about and I'm mm. I'm passionate about my spirituality I'm passionate about poetry and my words and my um my message and everything else that I want to share with the world and I'm passionate about what I do I love helping people I love seeing people and inspiring people to do better in life I like I love to heal you know like I'm a healer so even my music, it has like a little bit of like, as a hypnotist, you know, mm -hmm. it, it has like a little bit of hypnotic I agree. twist to it. I agree. Yeah. I definitely picked up on that. I definitely picked up on that. <laughs> I was going to bring that up when I do give the feedback um, oh, nice. about the record. But that's the fact that you brought it up. I'm going to go ahead and highlight the fact that, yeah, I definitely picked up on that. I appreciate that. <laughs> now, being in L.A., is is it such? Is it a big vast like uh transition for you um it felt like home actually but it's it's a very interesting place you know they call it like the city of angels i guess for a reason right. but there's like a, a this dark side of it as well people people move to la for you know for fame and and clout and all of that so it's very easy to get lost and forget like who you are in this city but it also like a, a gateway for a lot of opportunities and you know connections and meeting mm -hmm. other artists and uh you know it's a it's an interesting place it's okay. a good way to put it it's an interesting place 
It, it is. It, it, it's interesting, you know. <laughs> that way you don't it's say the wrong thing. You don't say too much good stuff. You don't say too much bad stuff. Well, it's, it's interesting. No, I mean, it's interesting. <laughs> I, I wrote a song, Hollywood. I wrote a song, Hollywood, and, you know, it just, it's fixed for itself. Like, if you want to know more about how I feel about this place, I think, like, that song would be, like, the perfect thing So you you you're telling to. it all in that song now. Yeah. Okay. You'll make sure you know, there, check there's in a lot that. of bullshit. Right, yeah, there's right. a lot of a lot of bullshit, you know. But like everywhere, I I feel like in in big cities like this, where a lot of people kind of like gravitate towards and you know do great things, it's like there's a lot of it. Like just like anywhere else, there are a lot of good, there are a lot of bad. But when there are a lot of people, there's a lot more of that. So right. with that comes a lot more, you know, right. especially in the entertainment industry, you know. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. It's a good point. Um, now, moving into the song, let's talk about the R.I.P. Stalker a little bit. What was the purpose of this particular record? You being the artist and creator, because I know it's an interesting yeah. story. I know, right? Um, <laughs> it's kind of like a funny song to a lot of people, and it's also like a, a, a not a funny song to a lot of people. But so it's a little different from I, I normally do. Like most of my stuff is like more uplifting and like spiritual and more like, you know, like go love and light, like positive things. And, you know, just being a healer and a therapist, I learned that, you know, emotions, they have a lot of great power in it. And it's not always about like suppressing your emotions and like putting it to the side and like turning the other cheek. You know, the most spiritual thing that you can do sometimes is stand up for yourself, you know, so Every, everything that I do come from life experiences from like domestic violence and I've just seen violence my whole life and I've been on the attack all my life like from just young age being you know abused and all of these things and you know being in abusive relationships and now recently I went through this like stalker experience that you know if you don't go through these things you think and a lot of people they don't talk about it because it's like well don't give the energy to these people they're just haters mm -hmm. blah 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 but to me as a spiritual spiritualist and as a leader for a lot of people i was like um i have to speak up about you know this particular situation because you know everything happens for a reason and i mm -hmm. what i've learned that it can be a very threatening experience you know it's like, especially people like take it lightly, like the social media and, you know, just people take out their own pain onto others that they're, you know, if you're in a public eye and, and you're doing something good, people take it out on you. And you see it all the time. People, you know, talk shit about celebrities and how their noses are crooked and, you know, their hair is this way right, and that right. way and all of that. But, um, you know, I want people to know, like, stop doing that. That's not cool, <laughs> you know? Like, stop bullying other people. Stop trying to put other people down. It With that, just like, you know, an assault on the street is the same thing. Like, people get anxiety, PTSD from that. Because in my situation, this person, this woman, that I never thought, like, my first restraining order would be against a woman. And I'm right. all about women empowerment. Was harassing my business, threatening my sister, my family members, employees. And I was like this is not a joke like this is my life you know it, it wasn't really uh it wasn't really a funny experience but i had to say what i had to say sometimes the most spiritual thing you can do is just to put people in their place mm -hmm. and everyone else who's trying they're gonna know like don't do that to me you know right. don't mess with me and anybody else like stop looking at other people's lives to make yourself feel better stop putting other people down like find your own glory find your own success 
and and be happy you know like right. don't don't try to externalize whatever it is that you're going through basically pretty much and I can keep going, so just stop me whenever you want. No, nah, you fine, <laughs> sister. You fine. This this is what this is about. The bandwagon radio. I want the the good, the bad, the ugly. I want all of it. The, everything. Good, good, good. Uh, okay, that's good. what this is about. This, <laughs> this is a therapeutic situation right here. You see what I'm saying? Nice. I love that. <laughs> now, what emotions were you trying to pull from the listener? We talked about you from the writing standpoint, the creative standpoint of the song and the record. What, what, what emotions were you trying to pull from the listener, though? Okay, and this is explicit radio, right? I can call Yes, ma'am. You go say whatever you want. Was, say whatever you want, however you feeling. Man, I was mad as fuck. I was so angry. I was so angry. And just that anger, that rage, it was just overpowering me. But, you know, I had to control myself and I had to channel it in a healthy way. Because, you know, emotions are good. But it's just the way that you act on those emotions, you know, right. the actions that you take. Instead of going and fighting the bitch or, 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 you know, doing something crazy, you know, I have to compose myself. And I just did it in a way that I, that I did it. Right. You put it on wax. You put it on record. That's what you did. You put it on record. Yeah. I put it on record. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> And I did it in my own way. It's, at first, it started, you know, she was still stalking my page, even though I got a restraining order. You know, I just, at first, I put out a little freestyle, and then I'm like, oh, I gotta go record this real <laughs> quick. So then I, <laughs> I went in the studio, and this guy was like, I just had to pick my, my other guy that I was recording with was out of, he moved to Atlanta. So I had to just pick random person, which wasn't random, like, it was all supposed to happen. Um you know, and, <laughs> and I went in the booth and he was like, okay, you're going hard. I was like, listen, this is not, was, this was not planned. It was like Memorial Day. And I was like, this was not planned. I'm just like going through something and, you know, I just got to let it out. He's like, okay, I no, see you. Definitely went hard. <laughs> I was feeling I your passion you. and pain. I knew it had, I knew it had to have happened for real. Like Sometimes you just got to, like, you just got to let people know, you know? You can't be a doormat to life and let people walk all over you and think that it's okay, you know. Yeah, true, true. I will say I was caught off guard, definitely. I I, I did not know what to expect. So when it hit me, I was like, oh, 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 okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. Talking to Kasha yeah. Ra right now. Got a new single, R.I.P. Stalker, representing Los Angeles, California, by way of Russia. Um, Russia, China, a couple of other places. Huh? New York. Yeah, I'm <laughs> international. I'm international, Akasha. That's what yes. I'm talking about. Uh, let me give you some feedback what I thought about the record now. Um, like I said, caught me off guard. I, I, I definitely want to put that out there first and foremost. You know, I did not know. Okay. I'm looking at the picture. I'm doing my research, and then I hear the song, and I'm like, "Hold on, this the right person?" <laughs> just caught me off guard. And I was like, "Okay, I'm digging this." Like, you just threw me off. So I like the fact that <laughs> off the top, you're going to catch people off guard with this record. I mean, if they look at the visual and then look at you know uh, or listen to, and like you said, the aggression and how you coming hard on it. Um, I love yeah. I love the attitude in the delivery. Um, Thank you. Nice Thank writing you. on this record. Very unique, um, hypnotic voice and sound. We we both talked about that earlier. Um, and and I get a fun playfulness about the record. You know, it's a serious record, but it's still fun and playful. 
um, it has those elements as well. Um, so it has a lot of good things going on. I think it has a potential for crossover as well. You know what I'm saying? So some good things going on with the R.I.P. Stalker record. And, of course, it's authentic. It's real. It's from the heart. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, it has a little, like, playful part to it because you got to laugh about some things, you know? Right. Um, uh, you know, I'm not a I'm not a hateful person. Like, I can put it out. It is what it is. It was, like, the moment. But, you know, I still made it. I still made it my own, my own experience, my own lyrics, my own energy, my own everything. And it was a comeback. She was everything. Like, I was, like, sending pictures of your ass. Like, she sent it to me. She was talking shit about my tattoo. I said, tattoo. She said, I'm going to beat you. I was like, I'm a black belt. What the fuck are you talking about? Uh, so everything, <laughs> everything like that. that I... Everything that I said, it was like, it was just to fuck with her, you know, fuck that. Because I didn't, when she was calling me and harassing me, right. I didn't give her that energy. I was like, you're not worth it, you know. But then afterwards, after I got restraining order and everything, I'm like, you're still looking. So if you're looking, I'm going to let you know. Here you go. Like, this is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You want to look? Here you go. Yep. And then it kind of like took off from there and people started listening to it and they were like, wow, like I, and then, and then I, like other people would tell me they were going through the same experiences and how traumatizing it is for them, you know, and I had to lead people like what to do in the situation and everything as a healer, as a woman, you know, as everything. So, so it worked, you know, not just for myself, but for other people, which is good. Right. And then now you have a whole song out and pushing a campaign forward behind the whole project. Yeah, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, just doing, just doing what I'm working, supposed to be doing. Working, exactly. Yeah, I turn everything, every painful experience that I had, I turn it into gold. You know, like, um, you know, my domestic violence experiences. Like, I, I started healing people. I started doing projects and that. You know, as far as like healing from domestic violence, sexual abuse, all of that. You know, poverty. Whatever, everything that I went through, like as a healer, as a hypnotherapist too, when I work with people, you know, whether it's to quit smoking or change habits, like it's because I've, I've lived these things. Like it's not, it doesn't just come from like, okay, read a book and then teach people how to do it. Like I don't believe in that. So everything that I go through, I try to make something out of it. And I think that's the key in life. Like no matter what happens to you, you got to like make the best out of it for yourself. You know, and whatever happens afterwards, like, as an outcome, it doesn't matter. Like, as long as you did it for you, you're good. Right. Now, talk to us a little bit about this documentary. Yeah, I've been working on it for, for a while. It, it, You know, I went to film school. I got my bachelor's in film production. And at first it was, I wanted to do just, like, very simple, and then it kind of, like, added on, added on, added on, like, different layers. Just like anything that I do, like, it kind of goes deeper. So, you know, it's moving forward. Uh, I've, 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 I'm going to make it, like, more, like, serious. Like, uh, other people put out, like, YouTube uh, documentaries, like, in, in parts. Mm -hmm. So there are, like, different parts of it, like, about moving forward from different things in life that I'm, that are, like, my one of my missions, you know, like, no violence, like my, um, so my other company, hashtag no basics, which is also a fashion brand. And it's just a movement like entertainment, mm -hmm. you know, all over. So hashtag no basics, which I have a song too called hashtag no basics. So 
I have different collections and different projects on different themes, like social themes. So hashtag no violence, hashtag no racism, hashtag no bullying, you know. So all of these different chapters will be in that, like talking about different social things that we we need to address. You know, violence is everywhere, bullying is everywhere, you know, racism is everywhere, mm-hmm. not just in the States, but everywhere else too, you know. Right. So these are social problems that we need to look at in a different way, you know, in a non-traditional way. So um, everything, because I'm not a traditional, like kind of like artist or filmmaker and my spiritual work and everything else that like, kind of comes as a accumulation of all of these things, mm-hmm. you know, finding out, like looking at different, from different perspectives at different, at different problems because they're always different perspectives. Like when you tell a story, it's not just a one person's story. My story is not just one person's story. It's everybody that's in the story, mm-hmm. you know, that make a story. So we'll look at different problems, like in a different light, you know, that's the title moving forward. So okay. and how to move forward from that, like as a humanity, like how do we move forward? You know, gotcha. <laughs> how do we move forward? Yeah. Almost like a tutorial sound like what you're doing for everybody. From the music to the spiritual side, um, just it just sounds like a whole full movement that you got going there. Yeah, I mean, I'm a very multidimensional. You know, a lot of people call me like multidimensional artist, which is, which is, which is true. I mean, I'm multidimensional. You know, I extend myself in like designs and and music and filmmaking and my spiritual work and business and all of that stuff. So I do a lot of things like simultaneously on a multidimensional level so Mm -hmm. uh a tutorial i guess so more (laughs) of like a yeah more of like a you know we evolve as human beings like it's time to up level and upgrade our way of thinking you know and just see things from different perspectives it doesn't have to be like a like a one way so everything that i do has kind of like a different aspects to it kind of combined you know plus my music every song has a story behind it so when you listen to it you kind of like get an idea like it's a little story to it you know mm-hmm. even like rp stalker like there's a story behind it right there's always purpose so, purpose in what you're doing in other words yeah and even when i when i go record i'm like oh put the dog sounds in it that's my filmmaking like i always like like because of sound design in movies like they they add sounds right like mm-hmm. different effects sound effects like in in all of my songs you kind of find a little bit of that like more of like a visual sound even though you're listening to it mm-hmm. yeah so in other words we need to pay attention to the background because you're throwing some things in there yeah like if you like listen to it like you know closely like rp stalker like has like the dogs right so i'm already thinking when i was recording i'm like i'm already i already have like a video in mind and the story and everything you know so i was like put the dog sounds like the dogs (laughs) i was like don't forget the dogs um then you know other songs like i have like sound effects that kind of like go with it uh with the story too because i'm already thinking visuals i'm already thinking videos and how it's all gonna tie into my films and projects because all of it is going to like extend out into different projects eventually. Okay. Did I just hypnotize you or no? You did. You did. <laughs> you did. You had me in the zone. Like, yeah. <laughs> I see what you do. I see what you do, Akasha. Yeah, I'm not trying. It's just. <laughs> it's natural. Know, it just comes natural. Uh huh. <laughs> 
Now, talk to my listeners a little bit for, about the creative process. Like, what what do you appreciate most about the writing? Writing, like lyrics, or yeah. yeah. What do you appreciate most about that process? Like the creative process of writing, Man, and putting things together. It, it just comes through. Like I, so English is not my first language, right? Not mm-hmm. even my second. So I moved to China. I learned Chinese a little bit, and then I moved to the states when I was like twenty one. So, wow. So you didn't really you know, pick up English until 21? I mean, I learned it. You know, I learned it back home, but it sucked. It's like, I can't it, it wasn't tell. really like. You, you are well, yeah, well a, on it now, sister. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you know how it is. I don't know if you speak another language, like, or you just hear other people. I do. You know, I hear a lot speaking. of other people. I don't, but I hear a lot. Of, I'm surrounded, yeah. immersed in Charlotte, North Carolina. We're a melting pot, so we get different nationalities yeah. in this area. So I hear it. I hear the different cultures. Yeah, so people, when people come to the States, like, they don't, like, um, you know, it's difficult to learn a different language and just like embody it. Like it's, it's not an easy thing to do, but it does definitely opens your mind. So, so I moved to the States and, you know, like I said, I was, I was in this like very abusive, toxic relationship and I was just feeling a certain way, you know, and I, I didn't have the voice, like anybody who's been in, a, in an abusive situation, they know that, like, you can't really speak up, you can't really speak your mind, you know, <laughs> and it's it's very complicated because it's very, um, how to say it, you know, you're, you're in a situation where, like, the deeper you go, the deeper it, it gets you, like, the, your mind and everything, you know, mm-hmm. and I just couldn't speak up, <laughs> you know, so for me, like, writing was just the way of me to, to kind of, like, channel what it is that i want to say and just growing up in russia too like poverty you know all of these things like there's no freedom of speech you know people get killed left and right Mm -hmm. even china artists get like disappear because they talk about certain things so i came with like a mindset and conditioning of like not being able to speak my mind like my whole life so you know i wrote as a kid just like i just liked it and then it kind of became like a deeper thing for me like a tool of like just saying what i gotta say without saying it to people's faces sometimes you know Mm. (laughs) so and then that poetry everything else kind of became lyrics and rap and and what i enjoy about it is just freedom of speech Mm. (laughs) freedom of speech be able to say what you want yeah be able to say what i want and then sometimes you know like if you say it straight to people, like straight to their face, they don't get it. Like sometimes you have to, like I learned it in, in the hypnosis school, you have to like inferrally let people know. Like not everybody speaks the same language, not just English wise or Chinese or Russian, but also like in English, you know, like not everybody's just direct and literal. You have to like kind of explain to them indirectly. So when you write a song or whenever you write a movie, you know, people get it indirectly they they find meaning behind it like that applies to them or that resonates with them so it's not like a direct communication it's indirect communication but it still works mm-hmm. and it works the best way sometimes because you know we all have background and feelings and sometimes you tell it to a person's face and then be like i don't want to hear it you know okay. and i speak the truth so for me to say the truth you know it, it it hasn't always been easy because people hate you for it people 
attack you for it. People don't like to hear the truth. But, you know, in the song, you can kind of, like, put it in the way that's, like, like this one. Aggressive, but still kind of funny. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know? That's what I said. It was aggressive, but it still had its fun elements of it. Yeah, it, it's cool, though. Like, mm. it's a cool song. <laughs> I don't hate it. <laughs> I should hope not. You're the creators. <laughs> I should hope not. But that that wasn't you see like that wasn't a um like for me like I'm a I'm an artist artist so I live it like it's not just like oh I'm just gonna create it because it's cool like right. there was nothing else that I could do but that like at that moment if I it was like life or death like if if I wasn't gonna do that like I was gonna probably like I don't know like just my anxiety and my PTSD would just take me somewhere else. Mm. But I don't drink like that anymore. I don't suppress my feelings. So I'm like, I got to express it in a healthy way. So like, and I got to do it now. So, so for me, like my creative process is not like a, sometimes it's like life or death. Like, it's just like, not in it. It is dramatic. It sounds dramatic, but it's when it comes to my life, that's how it is. You know, it's like, if I got to say something, if I got to do something, then there's no plan B. Like you just, I just got to do it. You know? Gotcha. Gotcha. I hope that makes sense. No, it does. Definitely does. Talking to Kasha Ra right now. Um, what, what can the people expect from you coming out? What's on the verge? What's coming up? What's coming up? Yeah. What, what can they be expecting, uh, from you project wise, visual wise? Oh, the videos are coming up. Um, you know, just my projects, uh, so movies, I have, you know, my documentaries and, like, other movies, like, I'm creating, like, this trans-dimensional story world where, uh, from, like, TV shows, and but that's later on. But in the near future, you know, all the music videos, they will extend, like, all my, all my songs, they will extend into the visuals, which will give a little more story behind it. Sometimes when you listen to a song, it's not a full picture, and then you watch the video and you'd be like, oh, wow, it's like, I get a little more of that. And then... You know, and then you 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 watch a little more of another like a, a documentary behind it, and you're like you get it even more so because it's more detailed, it's more in depth. So, you know, I got a I got a plan, <laughs> I got a plan. But the videos are next, and then the documentary, and then everything else follows as far as the movies and all of that. So, how can they tap in and follow so we can make sure we keep up with everything you got going on? Give out your social media to our listeners. My social media? Yes, ma'am. Um, so I'm supposed to say, I, my my connection is so horrible. Can you no repeat this? Yeah, I was just saying, go ahead and give out your social media so all our listeners can follow. Oh, my, my so my Instagram account is Akasha Oset Ra. So it's A-K-A-S-H-A-A, what is it? A-U-S-E-T-R-A-H. Okay. Um. It's the same for my Facebook page. It's the same, like Akasha said. Uh, I'm not really on Twitter, but it's Akasha is here. Okay. You know, and you can find my. It's the same thing for my YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, wherever you want to listen to. You know, you can just find me by my name. There it is. Well, go ahead, introduce the single for the people so they can put their ears to it right now. Yeah. So it's R.I.P. Stalker. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. Stalker is the single. It's the the story and the comeback to the bitch that stalked me. 
and it's aggressive, but it's funny, and it's me. So there it is, and you're listening to it right now for the first time right here on the Bandwagon Radio. Turn it up, let go. Yes. I'm the queen of the cemetery My spirit's already buried you Osiris got him, his wife Your bitch is done, get Put that life. bitch on the walker She's a serial stalker Put that bitch on a leash You'll never be me, capish I live my life in stability Your home is special facility I got to two of the king You won't survive in my ring Put that bitch on a walker She's a serial stalker Put that bitch on a leash You'll never be me, capish I live my life in stability Your home is special facility I got to two of the king You won't survive in my ring I pray, I pray 